and welcome to the peak. Welcome to Pokesports. <laughs> welcome, one and all, to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike, and I finally have a soundboard. <laughs> I'm Kevin, and Mike gave me no time to think today. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Everyone knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. One day, I would get a soundboard, and it would be done. <laughs> like, you know what's sad is that this P joke probably extends beyond three years of Pokesports. Oh, absolutely. This was like a episode five joke that we are now just capitalizing three and a half years later. We wanted this 158 (laughs) episodes ago, and we finally have it. And you know what? It's very bare bones for now. We don't have very much on it. I have 10 Pokemon Cries, the P, and the Pokesports intro and outro. That's it. That's all we need. <laughs> That's all we need. But I might pepper in some of the uh, some of the cries that we used in the preach uh, mm. over the episode, over the course of oh, the episode. Oh, like right, like right now. Hey, guys, did you ever want to know what Don Dozo sounds like? Now you do. You're so lucky that I remembered <laughs> which one it was because they're labeled one through five. Oh, yeah. on I probably should have <laughs> used yours. Oh, well. It's fine. So you know what? We'll use those as as uh, transitions for the next little bit. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the podcast. This is going to keep us so structured. Oh, yeah. We're oh, gonna my know Exactly gosh. what we're talking about at all times. Exactly. Uh, first of all. First of all, there's a little something I want to talk about today. Okay. I've gotten a couple of comments on oh. the most recent Mike Pogi Sports video about this little guy. That's Clawitzer. Uh, Clawitzer is a fantastic Pokemon, and I don't think it gets enough credit. I just used it in a recent video, and you know what? It was largely positive. A lot of people were saying good things about Clawitzer. Very happy about that. But there was one comment that I just want to talk about, and that's the the moves that Clawitzer gets. Clawitzer has this thing called Mega Launcher. Mega Launcher increases the uh, the, the power of uh, pulse moves and Aura Sphere. So Terrain Pulse, Heal Pulse, Water Pulse, Dark Pulse, uh, Dragon Pulse, and I swear there's one more, but Heal I'm pulse. not. Heal Pulse, thank you. Now, Specifically with Water Pulse, people were, well, one person was con- was uh, uh, comparing Water Pulse to Hydro Pump and saying that, fun fact, Hydro Pump actually does more damage. And while that's true, it does highlight something that I have been very passionate about since this game came out. The fact that Scald is no longer in uh, this game for most of the Pokemon. There's it, it exists for like two Pokemon now. It's a Volcanian signature move. I think Volcanian is actually the only one that gets the only it. one. Oh, the wow. only one. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get it through Volcanian or Metronome. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. And I believe Scald was what? 80 power? 80 with a chance to burn. Yeah. 80 with a chance to burn. So if you were using that uh, with a. I mean, it, the 30 power less than your your hydro pump, but it has the trade off of always hitting or 100 100% accuracy, at least, and the chance to burn. Let's actually compare water pulse to hydro pump here. Water pulse with mega launcher is a 60 power move plus mega launcher. That's a 90 power move. OK, it has a 20% chance to confuse. And is 100% accurate. And then you have stab, but we we can just negate stab here because they're both of them water types. They're both and stab yeah. used by a water type Pokemon. When you use what's that water pulse ten times, all ten times you are going to hit a Pokemon. Mm. When you use Hydro Pump, yes, it has a hundred and ten base power. It has eighty percent accuracy. So out of ten times you use it, two of those times you're going to miss. You're missing half of them. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And because you're missing two, you're missing six. (laughs) Not only that, but with Water Pulse, uh, two of those times, you're actually confusing the Pokemon. Yeah. You're confusing the enemy. I'm Team Water Pulse here. 
I'm super team water pulse. I, I honestly, with all of the misses that I've had with iron bundle or with any Pokemon that has hydro pump, really, uh, mm. I would rather take an always yeah. hitting water type move. I mean, if you really want to like put this into the perspective of competitive Pokemon, cause yeah, I'm sure not a lot of people can, can look at a Clawwitzer and, and make a, make a, a comparison with Clawwitzer cause they never use Clawwitzer. Right. Iron bundle. If Iron Bundle was allowed to have a base 90 special water move, ignoring the fact of the secondary status effect, I would probably have that over yeah. Hydro Pump on Iron Bundle. <laughs> if Iron Bundle got scald, we'd be using it. <laughs> I think Iron Bundle's biggest problem is Hydro Pump. Yeah. That, the fact that, that I can miss that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now walking wake, that's another Ooh, whole case right there for hydro steam, baby. Yeah. Hydro steam is going to be widely used from walking wake. Fun fact about pulse moves. Now that I have Bulbapedia open, did you know that heal pulse with mega launcher heals for 75% of the targets maximum HP? Yup. You put that thing next to like, I don't know. Tang Lu. Good luck. It's does going anywhere. Does Clawbitzer get heal, heal Pulse? It is the only Mega Launcher Pokemon that does, actually. Oh. Yeah, the more you know. There are only two, right? There, well, yeah. There's, okay. there's Mega Blastoise and the mm-hmm. Clawbitzer line. Right. Okay, and so they get Heal Pulse. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. The Clawbitzer line does, yeah. And other fun fact, did you know Origin Pulse also gets boosted by, heal, by Mega Launcher, but there's yeah. no way to get it? Onto a Pokemon that has well, Mega unless Launcher. you skill swap, right? Yeah, you'd have to skill swap or, you know, role play or trace or do receiver. But that since since Clawitzer and Blastoise both don't get skill swap. Right. It's it, you know, you have to juggle a lot to get that to happen. Right. You have to skill swap and then skill swap again on a swap in too too many setups. So here's something else. <clears throat> Terrain pulse oh, yeah, is a very interesting pulse move where it becomes the uh, type, the attack type of the terrain that it's on. So if you're in electric terrain, grass terrain, misty terrain, psychic terrain, it becomes electric, grass, fairy, psychic, respectively. It's base 50 power, but it gets the bonus of being on that terrain. So if you're on uh, what's that psychic terrain? Mm-hmm. You get the uh, the 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 fifty percent boost up to seventy five, but then you also get the psychic terrain bo- boost of thirty oh, percent while okay. you're on that. So you actually end up doing more damage, I believe. Yes. I think so. Yeah, because it adds on like twenty something. You, you you essentially gain a stab off of it. Yeah, yeah. And then you ter- then you terastalize and you do even Uh-oh. more damage. Indeedy Clawitzer, let's go, folks. <laughs> Who needs expanding force? I Nobody. have terrain pulse. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We've we've legitimized Clawitzer sufficiently. No, but anyway. I'm glad that you had a good experience with Clawitzer. It was a lot of fun, and people really enjoyed it. So you know what? I'm, I might uh, stream with it later this week. That's yeah. uh, that's a fun one. <laughs> That's hard. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, Inteleon. In Inteleon news, uh, we are getting a seven-star Inteleon raid for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. We're getting one step closer to Incinesports, baby. We are so close to Incinesports. That's like one it. degree away from Incinesports. They're this is teasing the one us at people, this point, right? Yeah, right? So yeah. What was the else. What was the fire... Oh, that was uh, Cinderace. Cinderace was the fire starter from this one. Yeah, they're probably going to give us Rillaboom next, if we're going to yeah. be honest. Oh, I would love to see Rillaboom in this meta. I think Rillaboom would be really good right now. It, it's it's not as it's not going to be as you know cracked as it was before, right? Because Grassy Glide isn't there. But uh, listen, a great way to deal with Dozo is just smack be it with a wood hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, smack it with a wood hammer and grassy terrain. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Also, just having grassy terrain as a terrain. We don't really have it except for our believer right now, which doesn't actually count. No. You got to hit it first. Well, and also uh, Rillaboom gets fake out, mm-hmm. which is really important to to use. Uh, 
it's it's just got a really good kit. You know, it's also got stomping tantrum and in a meta where a lot of Pokemon are protecting or spiky mm. shielding. Uh, stomping tantrum works really well. Also, like really good stats for what it is. Yeah, great stats for the cost. Let's look at Rillaboom. <laughs> That's funny. It's the Inteleon uh, raid rolling. Okay, let's look at Rillaboom. Yeah, forget Inteleon. Who cares about that one? <laughs> this sets a precedent that Rillaboom is coming soon. Yeah, base 100 HP, base 125 attack. That's not bad. This is the gen where they made starters, the starters really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so too. Like gen, I want to say the more recent one that wasn't made like super well would be gen five because we're looking at like disappointing yeah embor specifically embor and polion and no i i like the pokemon but well, it's gen got oh, superior that? superior yeah superior and polion and thing yeah. yeah that yeah that was a weak generation the speed tiers though it's just yeah. so strange looking at embor because that's like base 65 speed Superior. I mean, so is Ensign, base 60. Yeah, but, but at Ensign least Embor did Ensign. something. It had Reckless for its hidden ability. Whack. Yeah. Uh, at least Superior had Contrary. Contwewi. And I think uh, Samurott is getting Sharpness, or has Sharpness, or what's going on with Samurott? Should have Sharpness. Uh, yeah. Samurott, Hisuian Samurott had sharpness okay so that's going to be the clearly better one <laughs> yeah, for sure <laughs> not even a contention the other Definitely. one had uh shell armor yeah lol <laughs> congratulations <laughs> critical hits yay you know that thing you were doing one out of 24 times <laughs> can't happen anymore <laughs> well that's why i like Tsui and samurai because they they just took samurai and made it better Oh yeah, they had dark adding dark type to anything nowadays. It's so crazy how good dark got. Because I mm-hmm. remember dark being not good in like Gen Six because they introduced fairies and fairies were kind of overpowered. But right. since then, they've just added so many dark types and so many steel types that it's like they balanced it in both directions. And I feel like yeah. dark is just in such a great place right now. For sure. Oh yeah, Inteleon's right. ice type. Use Kerbominable if you want to beat it. I guess. Inteleon's ice type, sorry? Yeah. The raid is never the actual type of the Pokemon. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's, <laughs> it's an, an ice, ice type, type Inteleon yeah. raid. Cool, cool. Yeah, Crabominable, probably good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Tinkaton. All right. Uh, let's move on. What is our next thing here? Oh, the global competition. Global challenge. Global number Challenge two. 2023, number two. Uh, rewards and ranks are out. So if you haven't gone and checked that yet, uh, definitely go and check that. Go get your Great Ball backpack. Get that Great Ball backpack. Did you participate like fully in the GC2? Uh, no, not fully. Really? I only played day one and two and then got sad day three and I didn't play it. <laughs> what do you mean got sad? Oh, I got sad day two at the end. So I was just like, man, screw this. Because <laughs> I like here's the thing. My team, the team I brought is Heart Trick Room. Okay. Um and one of my hardest counters is like imprison trick room for obvious reasons. Yeah. I, I can't see an open team sheet to know that Flutter Main has imprisoned trick room. So it's like I encountered four of those in one day, and I'm just like, is this what people are doing? <laughs> you encountered four imprisoned trick rooms? In prison trick room flutter mains specifically oh, wow. to the point where I just started seeing flutter mains and getting scared and was like, I'm not going to click trick room. They're going to imprison me. And then those just attacked me instead. So I don't know, maybe, maybe hard trick remain to play for, for closed sheets. Maybe that's just like an open team sheet thing that I can do. I would agree. I mean, I feel like if you're bringing in, hard trick room it's kind of like you're giving your opponent an open team sheet that that is fair when i don't have one the thing is like if i know they have imprisoned trick room mm-hmm. the thing the problem with imprisoned trick room and why i would actually say imprisoned trick room doesn't isn't reliable for like open team sheet formats is because if you're a trick room player and you know what's happening then that's one Pokemon on their side of the field that isn't attacking you. That's one Pokemon on their side of the field that isn't protecting. And that's one Pokemon on their side of the field that if it goes down, you can trick room next turn. Uh, so yeah. all you do is blast it. 
right? You just throw everything you have at it. And then you trick him next turn. <laughs> you just trick him next turn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you they're closed team sheets, but you're still but yeah, able but to choose closed, between yeah. four moves. So, But if it's closed, the trick room user encounters the issue of now I've wasted a whole turn to do absolutely nothing. Right. And I'm slower next turn and I've taken damage from your side mod. It's the same idea as like when you attack into a protect. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, okay. There, that was a wasted turn from that Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Just that feels bad moment. I exactly. had enough of those that I was just like, okay, maybe, maybe three will be my day. <laughs> maybe <laughs> three is the one. Also guys, you could sign up for global challenge three. That is going to take place next weekend. Not this week. Is that really already? Mm-hmm. Has that already dropped? They opened signups before Global Challenge 2 <laughs> finished. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so Yeah, Global Challenge 3. Yeah. Okay, so we're still on Reg C, obviously. Uh, you still have to go through Nintendo.com to register your Pokemon Trainer account. If you've already done that through 1 and 2, then you don't have to do that. But um, yeah, that's that's great. It goes from Thursday, May 4th, uh, starting at 5 p.m. PDT, to Sunday, May 7th at... 459 PDT. And may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you indeed. <laughs> That's a king gambit. That's a king gambit. Yep. That's it. <laughs> if you want walking wake and iron leaves and Uh-oh. you missed your chance to get it the last time. Or you, you got a bad egg in your party because the patch <laughs> broke it. <laughs> Pokemon is redoing that event. Uh, <laughs> you can get that starting May 1st. Exciting. Exciting. I think That's I actually a- never got Walking Wake because really? I remember specifically we were rushing it for a video. Yeah. And I only got Iron Leaves because I was... where does it go? Because, yeah, yeah where, where does it go? Because I was the one that was going out to find it and bring it to the battle. Right. And, and you were the game, the walking wake. So I was just like, well, I only really need to get this one. And then I bred it, not bred it. I EV trained it. I, I boosted it to you know competitiveness. And I was, yeah. then we made the video and then, and then that was I, that, but you didn't and actually then the do event the was over. <laughs> and then the event was over the next time. You didn't have time. What? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean now you can. Great. Yeah, yay. And now I'm playing on a new I'm playing on a new save, so I guess I can get both. Oh yeah, there you go. Have I finished that game oh, yet? Have, no. Have you checked to see if your uh Karidon was released from Purgatory? No, maybe, I haven't. Maybe the game update fixes that problem. Oh, it does no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> no. No, my, my too busy fixing is, Zoroark. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah, there's uh yeah, <laughs> I have a I have a bugged Karidon in my party from me trying to duplicate an item. Don't, Shh, don't exploit the game. Don't exploit the game. You get locked. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, that's anyway, whatever. I don't even remember what that one was. <laughs> it was number three. What was your number three? You never remember Excalibur again. <laughs> three times you've forgotten Excalibur. Oh my gosh. Uh, speaking of patch 1.3, we've got patch 1.3 that came out on April 20th, which as of today was less than a week ago, because of course, the second that we drop a podcast, they're like, okay, cool. Let's do all the things. Yeah. And make literally. it irrelevant the day after. Come you know on. What's funny is that on hmm. that podcast, we specifically said, Hey, you remember that they released a patch and then never did anything afterwards <laughs> that day. Yeah, they released a patch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're like, "Hey, version one point three, two months after this 1. will 2. shut up those two guys <laughs> <laughs> on the internet." I mean, it was kind of a lighter patch, right? Uh, involved people who caught an egg by mistake in. Oh wow, I like how they I like how they worded this. Fixed an issue where players who caught an egg by mistake in version 1.1 instead of walking wake and iron leaves can now catch these pokemon during the event repeat. So they're basically saying, "Hey, if you you messed up, but we'll <laughs> give you another chance." Um, I don't know if that's how that worked. <laughs> I wonder if the eggs ever hatched or they they were probably just bad eggs, right? 
Uh, probably. I don't know. I don't know. It, it mixed with the fact that like you I can't use these problem. Pokemon yet. Yeah. Uh, what else has been made? A change has been made to the deadline for entries for friendly competitions, which are now found in the online competition section of the battle stadium. So they've, they've kind of uh, fixed how the friendlies work before the change. Entries were allowed in the friendly competition uh, until the friendly competition began. And then after the change, entries will be allowed until the friendly competition ends, which is unlike okay. the global competition, which yeah, you have to not, sign up beforehand. It's not considered friendly, right? Right. That's fair. Um, then they fixed a bunch of stuff with Zoroark. Fixed a bug where uh, Zoroark, right. when Zoroark terrestrialized using its illusion ability, uh, it would still disguise itself as the other Pokemon. That did not happen before. On the check status screen, the terrestrialized Zoroark's type would display as the original type of the Pokemon that it had disguised itself as, rather than Zoroark's terrorotype. <laughs> Just a That's, bunch. It, they, they, they didn't figure Zoroark out before before getting this game underway that, that's that's very clear it was it's hard to do you know like you know how we were all uh complaining or not complaining but like speculating of what uh adaptability would do mm. i think like game freak was probably thinking the same thing like well, how are we what are we gonna do for that like they, they probably put the same level of thought as as we do on that kind of thing I, I would hope they put more level of thought than yeah. we do on this kind of thing. Well, they certainly put a high level of thought into Zoroark. Uh, also fixed a bug that occurred when Zoroark used its illusion ability to disguise itself as another Pokemon that had already terrestrialized. The bug caused Zoroark's type on the check status screen to incorrectly display as the terror type of the Pokemon Zoroark had disguised itself as. So if you had sent out a Skeledurge and terrestrialized Ghost and then flipped it into... Skeledurge, uh, Zoroark Skeledurge, it would okay. say that its t- its type is just ghost. What what's happening here? <laughs> like, I'm surprised anyone found these bugs. <laughs> well, here's an interesting one. Like the day before the patch dropped, people were were sharing around this uh, this information about Kudchu. Yeah. Kudchu specifically. Kudchu was uh, cracked and no one knew. Nobody knew. <laughs> and then the day after I started seeing those tweets, I saw the Kudchu fix. Fixed a bug where the Kudchu ability would trigger again once every two turns after it triggered the first time, contrary to what is written in the ability description. People just thought that's the way Kudchu worked. <laughs> it's apparently not that good. Cause, and, you know, and that makes a lot of sense because in my brain, I'm like, when you give only two Pokemon Kudchu, Mm-hmm. You give uh, for a giraffe and Paldean Tauros Kudchu, and then you give them two other abilities that are just absolutely cracked. You really expect me to know what Kudchu does? <laughs> like, you, <laughs> you expect me to know what Kudchu does when my my choices are Kudchu or Armor Tail? Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Uh, and then the last one here fixed a bug in double battles uh, with moves that cause stat changes for the Pokemon using the moves. Oh, this, did you know about this? No, I didn't know about this. This bug caused the <laughs> stat changes to incorrectly happen twice if the user hit two opposing Pokemon with the move while an opposing Pokemon was behind a substitute. No, tell me about this. So the the, the situation where this would be relevant yeah. is that if there was a Pokemon behind a substitute and you clicked make it rain on okay. Golden Go, you would get the negative one for the Pokemon in the substitute and outside the substitute. So the substitute counted as a different Pokemon on a different turn is what it sounds like in the code. So you would get a negative two drop instead of a negative one. So if you were a Golden Go behind a substitute. No, if you, would- you were a Golden Go using Make It Rain on an opposing Pokemon behind a substitute. Okay. You would go to negative two instead of negative one because it counted the substitute as a separate Pokemon on turn zero. Being attacked by a separate attack. Yes. Okay. In theory. Or wow. you using the attack twice, like an instruct. Right, right. Okay, okay. So it would attack the Pokemon beside the substitute, make the make the drop, and then it would attack the Pokemon that is the substitute, and then it would give you another drop. I guess in like damage calculation, yes. And it wow. would make you negative too. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate counter for Golden Go. We did it. Substitute. Well, yeah. not anymore. Sorry. Get good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and then there was some Go connectivity that was fixed, which is great. Uh, and then there was a bug afflict- uh, afflicting trainers who received a Hisuian Zoroark from the mystery gift screen as a special early purchase bonus for the hidden treasures of Area Zero for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet without having first seen Zoroark in their game. This bug caused Zoroark to be incorrectly displayed as registered in these trainers' Pokedexes. They perfected Zoroark with this version I hope so. 1.3. At this point, like, what else is there to know? <laughs> Other select bug fixes have been implemented, they say, and I'm sure that at least seven of them have to do with Zoroark. <laughs> Those are just the ones they told us about. Yes, right. <laughs> Thank you. Can we, is Zoroark done? Did we figure Zoroark out? Have we finished with Zoroark yet? And that's what makes me wonder. Is like, how are these coming to light? Because people are not using Zoroark in, in VGC at least. I, I feel like people are There's- using it in singles. They because first started appearing. Ability. Yeah. Most like yeah, most likely in like lower tiers of singles, but I think they first started appearing when Hisuian's work was gifted to us. Ah. Uh, That's when we first started caring. We're like, oh. Yeah, this Pokemon's broken. Hisuian's work is used a lot for raids. Oh, it can really? be used for raids. I've seen it in some raids. I think Typhlosion it was pretty good against, because Typhlosion can't hit you back with go- ghost moves. Oh, true. Yeah, normal ghost, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. That was number four. Which one was that? Skeledurge. Skeledurge. Moo. <laughs> move over. <laughs> Every Pokemon is a cow. Uh, okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about the New Jersey local that's coming up. Hype, We've hype, got hype. the Garden State Cup details. Kevin, you want to talk about this? So Garden State Cup. Also, if you guys don't already know, and, and you're from the tri-state area, New Jersey, Connecticut, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, etc. Mm-hmm. The, the, there's a New Jersey Discord that, that's popping with, like, locals. Like, it's, it's a very big Discord. Locals nearly every single weekend. Uh, one that we're showcasing today is going to take place May 13th at 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's the weekend before Hartford Regionals as well. So if you're going to Hart, if you're from the tri-state, you're going to Hartford most likely. <laughs> yeah. So this is really good practice for, for you know, Hartford before Hartford happens. It's going to be in Mount Laurel Township in New Jersey. Location is PDK9. Yes, that is a Jurassic Park reference, by the way. Oh. With top four prizing and a $100 prize pool. Sounds like a fun time. I mean, if you've never been to a local, I would consider definitely checking this one out. Especially I'm going to correct you there. I'm going to correct you there. Uh, messed up. The prizing is not just a $100 prize pool. The prizing is based on the number of entries. So it's $15 okay. to entry. And then your uh, prizing is going to be that prize pool plus $100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then that's obviously split amongst the split amongst the winners. Um. Then, of course, the winner will also be awarded the inaugural Garden State Cup, which I would love to go and see. That's uh, but, yeah. But yeah, as Kevin says, it's uh, the tournament's going to be capped at 40 players. So if you haven't registered and you want to register, please do make sure that you do. Yeah, don't uh, wait. Because those places are going to fill up quick. We do have some uh, friends of the podcast that are are going to be going to this one, mm-hmm. uh, one of which being Pengi. So if you want to go and get some good practice against a really good player. Uh, I'm sure it's not just Pengy who is the great player there, but that's a great player that I know of. Uh, so definitely go and check that out. We'll leave a link to this in our show notes as well, in case you're looking for it. That's can right. We, do that? we could do that. That's a podcast totally thing can. to do. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing it. It's there. All right. Uh, what should I hit here? Uh, there we oh, go. That, perfect. <laughs> Yep. Uh, last week, I asked the question, if you could name the new turtle looking Pokemon anything. Oh, yeah. I'm hyped what would this. you name it? Yes. Uh, so there was a new looks like a baby form of Terrapagos, but might not be a baby form, might be something else. Uh, Pokemon revealed through the Pokemon anime, the new Pokemon anime. They didn't uh, give us a name. They didn't give us a name. So we asked you to name it. Uh, we've got one here called Squirtuga. <laughs> I like that one. I like it a lot. Squirtuga. <laughs> Good one, Mason. Yeah. Now, I mean, 
I feel Mason, like because we've already Dundee? named yeah, yeah. I feel like because we've already named a turtle Squirtle, we can't go with another Squirt. But it's Squirtuga though. It is Squirtuga, so you're not wrong there. <laughs> so I'm just gonna publish that. There we go. Uh Gerardo says Terapaguitos. Terapaguitos? Terapaguitos. That's cute. It's like a little yeah. terapagos. It's like a little guy. Terapagito. Just a oh, little yeah, guy. It's, it's his first day. Terapagito. <laughs> hey, Terapagito. It I is like in it. Paldea. Yeah. It is in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got walkie torty. <laughs> walkie. Oh, because it's a tortoise, which everyone loved that you learned live on the podcast last week. <laughs> My guy. I cannot believe that that is the first time that I've ever heard that. <laughs> the difference uh, oh it's got a shell it's a turtle <laughs> for those who missed last week's podcast uh it came to light that i didn't know the difference between a turtle and a tortoise <laughs> and i still think that i might be have them confused is a tortoise the one with legs yes well okay. they all have legs mike but with the difference feet? is the feet yes <laughs> okay all right cool and a, and a turtle has little fins fins because okay. it's the water kind cool uh, fan fan says burntle 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 hey, that, that's what i would call a tor- torkel it's yeah, burntle. that's fair yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> jackson says franklin for sure oh just kidding probably he just teratuga. yeah oh teratuga is the teratuga instead of terapagos teratuga but we have caracosta oh true caracosta it's tur- yeah it's also a turtle uh michael says jonathan i like that too yeah i'm down uh and then lupus gives us well it's a tortoise that's likely tied to the terrestrial phenomenon so clearly the name has to be then puts too many dots teratort <laughs> teratort all right <laughs> i i want to i'm gonna like copy this and paste it to you because i just want you to like see know just how, how many, many dots. dots you put like you, you just put a lot of dots Lupus, um, if you spent more time being our mod and less time writing dude. these dots. <laughs> <laughs> you know how uh, much work you could get done? <laughs> Isaac says Scoobert. Uh, I'm down for that. I really like that one. Yeah, it's just Scoobert. Scoobert. <laughs> Thanks, Scoob. Uh, oh, Seabass says, says uh, they should have fun and break the character limit by using the first letter of every Pokemon name to name the new Pokemon. That would be cool. <laughs> It'd be cool to relate to the terrestrialization mechanic. I would love to see a 1095 or whatever character Pokemon. <laughs> Just you, you send it out and it's like S W B C C C B I V. I'm surprised you made it that far. I made it very far, except Bulbasaur is number one, right? So I think I. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I messed that but, up already, but it's fine. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. This game's already struggling as is. <laughs> you put a thousand character Pokemon name and send that out into battle. Mm-hmm. It will explode. <laughs> That's very fair. Yeah. <laughs> the switch is gone. I see a lot of people here talking about Teratuga, and I like it. And I, I guess really hope the, that we're I, yeah, I guess that's, going with that, Teratuga. That makes sense. I guess if we had to call it a name. Mm-hmm. We'll probably call it Teratuga at this point. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then there's some people giving it names like Sam or Larry. And I like that a lot. Uh, and then Brandon says the Larry. Kaiju team conversation hurt me. Like when you forgot about Frozmoth in the moth team conversation, High dragon is a three headed dragon like King Ghidorah. It was right there. And you know what? You're right. <laughs> what, was, what was their name? Uh, Brandon. I love you, Brandon. Yeah. Next. <laughs> uh, smaller ghosts is good uh, this isn't exactly what y'all are asking asks Raven Boy but I need to get this out an eclair cannon Pokemon eclair? high physical defense and even higher attacks special move is physical damage fairy fire type I would love to see a fairy fire type is there no fairy fire type no wow I don't think so uh, I doubt hmm Okay, hold on. We need to we need to address this one. Uh-oh. Sylveon Mewtwo says, oh, "Okay, I need I need to look at this." Qu- Qua- 
Quas, Quastat. Oh no, I can't. My, Whoa, my, let me try. My little brain doesn't let me do it. Quastagui? Quastagui. Quastagui? Quastagui. Hold on. Uh, maybe Google can tell us. Well, <laughs> we'll make you it don't even have to worry part. about it because they uh, put the whole uh, etymology in there. Quartz <laughs> plus crystal and then plus Quartz G-U-I, plus crystal. We so assume. Qua- Quastagui. Quastagui. Question of this week. Pronounce this. (laughs) (laughs) In Chinese, referring to Chinese mythology in Gen 9. P.S. I got a cute buddy Mewtwo plush. Oh, nice. And I best buddy Genesect in Pokemon Go. Nice one. Also nice. Quartz and crystal. Quastagui. Quastagui. I like it. Honestly, that's, five. that sounds like a turtle. <laughs> oh, that's a uh, oinkalone. Right. <laughs> All right, cool. Moving on. Uh, uh, we talked about the global challenge, but we didn't actually mention who won said global challenge. Good and job. wouldn't you know it? Wouldn't you know it? It's Gabriel Agati. That name sounds familiar. It's almost like we talked about him last week. If that name sounds familiar, <laughs> it might be because... Gabriel Agati also won the EUIC. Second place. Nice try. Second Mike. place. He <laughs> also came won very place. close to winning <laughs> EUIC. But it was the same team, pretty much, right? It was the same team. Palance is winning another major thing online. If you guys don't know what Palance is yet, uh, you should. It's Fluttermane, Tinglu, uh, Amoongus, Arcanine, Palafin. I guess Tinglu mm-hmm. doesn't have to be incorporated, but. It's pretty much incorporated at this point. Right. So yeah, and he, he was he was running a sixth Pokemon, Mike. Do you remember what that sixth Pokemon was? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> now it was the exact same team, supposed uh, seemingly, that he used to to come in second with <laughs> in the EOIC. <laughs> so there you go. Uh also I played a Pokemon Cry, so I guess I need to move on. <clears throat> what team did you bring to the global challenge? Did we even talk about your global challenge run? Yeah, I brought violence. Oh yeah, you brought violence plus a friend. Yeah. So <laughs> always need to bring old Greg, and then I brought basically balance. Balance versus plus old Greg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for your next competition, there's of course the Global Challenge 3, but there's also Fresno. If you're from California and you listen to this podcast, hi. I don't think we've ever really acknowledged our California audience, but I know there's a lot of you out there. You listen to Uh, this at what? Four in the morning. When do you listen to this podcast? Three. They're three hours behind us. And when do we post this? 6 a.m. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Uh, Fresno regionals are now open for registration. They're going to be held June 10th and 11th. Now, hopefully that means that NAIC is going to be open in the next few weeks as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. I mean, I'm I I've gotten to the point where I'm not really nervous when it okay. comes to signing up for these events because if you remember Sword and Shield when there was like venue restrictions and size restrictions, if you weren't there when it refreshed or you would lose out on the spot. Yeah. I kind of got the feeling that after these first couple of tournaments that it was going to be the same experience. But since we have so many, so much more space available, you know, tournaments like Hartford are still open to, for signups. So if you're considering going to Hartford, that's still an option. You don't have to be there right when the buzzer rings. I have a feeling NAIC, we will have to be there right when the buzzer rings. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I think don't play around when it comes to NAIC because EYC went went out in like a couple of minutes. (laughs) Yeah. I think if you're there, like right at the time that it opens, you're likely to get uh, a ticket. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's the same with, with me right now. Like, even though I know I can get tickets later, I am still going to be like stressed out right at eight o'clock when those when that opens because I'm like, okay, no, I just need to get it right now. It's a stressful time. I thought I was the only one that was like super stressed when it happens. It's like with the alarms five minutes before discord popping off, everyone's sending links to each other. Guys, it's about to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Refresh, refresh, refresh. I thought I was the only one. 
Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I am. I'm right there with you. Actually, uh, when I was res, uh, registering for Milwaukee, um, I was sitting in the middle of my voice class, my vocal class, and uh, I was just like, I I need to I need to go and do something. I just sorry, I need to <laughs> sorry, step bathroom. out for a bit. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was something. Uh, but that's actually that's it's been kind of fun going through these voice lessons. Um, we're doing a lot of like character work. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's like a, what, four hour class on a Thursday night. Oh, so nice. I'm exhausted by the end of it, but I am used to staying up late because of this thing. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's always worth. Yeah. Okay. Now do a voice in the character of Don Dozo. So Don Dozo, let me listen to the reference. <laughs> Look at me. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gavin, how's it going? Oh, you, you gave it like that old school pub, <laughs> that yeah. sailor pub voice. Man, you know. that, yeah, that, that would be a really good place to take him. <laughs> sailor pub. Uh, I feel like Don Dozo would probably go there if he wanted to go there. <laughs> Fun segue. Hey, Hartford has 727 registered players now. No way. Yeah, that's a wow. lot. Wow. What we left it off at. That's Milwaukee's really at good. nearly 500 for Milwaukee. That is which surprising. is actually a lot. Yeah, a lot yeah, more. Than I did I not it expect be. that to go as high as it did. Heck yeah! Very cool. Yeah, definitely. NAIC is going to be just bonkers. I'm 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 excited to see. I'm pretty sure if there's gonna be because everyone's waiting for the which one's gonna break the kicker first, right? Because none have broken the kicker for Masters yet. Okay. To see how much CP payout is actually going to be for NAIC. Because NAIC mm-hmm. CP payout is already ridiculous. What is it right now? It's like 400, right? It's like, uh, well, that's just the top. But I think top like uh, 128 get like ridiculously high CP. Oh. I can actually go and tell you by looking at EUIC real quick. That's interesting. Yeah, because once you how add. How do you accommodate people, that many people for worlds then? If the, if the CP <laughs> threshold is, is 300 and you start hitting all these kickers from all these people going to the event, like, I mean, it's still, they still have capacity. Di- it's still difficult to get to 300, right? It's not an easy thing to do. Getting 300 CP total. I mean, if it were easy, everyone would do it. I, well, yes, but I feel like a lot more people are going to be doing it now because, you know. Just okay. law of large numbers. All right, I have numbers for you. Okay, tell EUIC me. with 773 masters did not hit the kicker. The kicker is 800. Okay. So they ended up having number 128th. Okay. Who went six and three. Got 100 CP. 100 CP. And they did not hit kicker. So what that means is that if they hit kicker for NAIC, top two fifth. What, what is it? What's 128 times two? I don't want to give the wrong number. Good. 256? Yeah. So that means top 256 is getting at least 100 CP. Are you serious right now? International challenges is just CP farming. That's right. why players fly to OCIC. That's why players fly to Latin America, EUIC. It's just CP farming. If you could consistently be good enough at this game to get a top 100, you are guaranteed 100 CP. Right. Right. That's really interesting because, I mean, I I feel like the whole appeal for international challenges isn't necessarily for the best players to go out. It's for the best experience to be had. And Uh this is true with with uh, international challenges is if you're looking for a great uh, competitive Pokemon experience with all of the extra stuff going on, uh, Mm -hmm. you definitely want to go to one of the nationals. But but. It doesn't necessarily mean that like the best players all go there. They all want to, but they don't necessarily. So if you are a good player, if you consider yourself a good player and you want to go and try and give yourself the best chance to go to worlds, definitely go to NAIC, definitely go to UIC, definitely go to all of the international challenges that you can without really breaking the bank. Like I wouldn't suggest going to an EUIC if you're from North America, unless you have some way of like subsidizing that cost. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, like for but, me, it makes very little sense <laughs> to go out to an EUIC, but it makes all the sense in the world to go out to NAIC. But if you ever had to choose whether to go to an IC or a regional and you could only choose one, always choose the IC. Definitely. Because some people would think that like, oh, because the regionals have less people, you have a higher chance of of getting CP. I don't think that's the case. Not necessarily. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think uh, the more people go to these uh, internationals, the more uh, CP they give out to more people. Uh so it's just, I don't know. It's it's so much more worth it. Top 256 getting 100 CP is wild to me. I just want to see wild, what yeah. happens. <laughs> I just want to see it happen. I want to see it happen one time. Because that means <laughs> like, what would the top 128 get? 200. 200. I think. That's, I, don't know. That's, I don't actually know how it gets divided, but that sounds pretty logical yeah. to me. Does it though? Because that's sending a lot maybe, of people to Japan. For, like, for, okay. Either this happens. Yeah. Either top 128 still get 100 and then everything below until 256 gets 50. Yeah. Or 256 to 128 gets 100 and then 128 up to the next cap gets 150. I don't know. Mm. If it's just double, that's hilarious. <laughs> it would be a lot of fun to say that i oh man i just i really want to because the thing it is like the reason why the system is in place is because if enough interest exists enough yeah. people should be able to go to worlds which i totally understand i agree but with that yeah i just want to see history be made i want to see uh you know hit that kicker for the first time ever well and what's funny too is is japan is currently seeing like a tourism boom <laughs> can't wait till august so. <laughs> good luck they're already seeing a lot of people and now they're basically inviting uh, like hundreds of people potentially to come to Japan uh, without needing to buy a ticket. <laughs> Do you need my address, Japanese government? I will send it to you. <laughs> what does that mean? Buy, buy my ticket. You oh, said they're yeah, inviting people. Buy, Do you, would you like my address? <laughs> Well, yeah, Send that's me what a world's in the mail. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're still planning on going whether uh, whether we get an invite or not. But if it's free, it's better. If it's free, it's better for but sure. Y- you guys need a reason to go to Japan other than the fact that you're going to Japan and you have expendable income. Look at how much CP we're getting from ICs. Mm-hmm. Worlds is going to have most likely the first I see of the 2024 season. That's right. usually what happens. It happened at the last one in London. It's probably going to happen at this one. There's always a, I guess they call it last chance qualifiers, but it's not really a last chance qualifiers. Cause you, you're just getting points right for next season. So what ends up happening is after day one on day two, if you don't make worlds day two simultaneously, you can, be in the losers tournament i guess is what it's called but it's actually just a mini tournament that anyone can just join and get championship points for the next season that's actually funny because there's some people that because like if you get world's day two Mm -hmm. but you are really not comfortable in the format you can drop world's day two just say i'm probably not gonna win this let me just work on next year (laughs) and just be like hey last chance qualifiers (laughs) Yeah. If you're just like, I'm really good at this current uh, meta, <laughs> so I'm going to work on next year where I hopefully <laughs> will continue to be good at next year's meta. Or if they're like, oh, I'm against Paul Chu around one. OK, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year I'll be fine. You definitely have that chance. Uh, OK, well, that's is that going to be it? What do you think? Is that a podcast? Sounds like a podcast to me. That sounds like a podcast to me. Well, if you are looking for some stuff to do this week, uh, you can go and check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash bogey sports, or you can go and check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash bogey sports. As well, I will be dropping very, very soon information for the next league, the next competition, which will, of course, be uh, continue to be regulation C. Uh, but if you want your chance at winning a shirt, uh, like our last winner, Roy Flash Gordon did, 
um please do and check uh, please do go and check out uh patreon.com slash pokesports also a lot of new fancy shirts on the the pokesports.org website slash merch got one of each ruinous legends and probably one of my favorite designs that we've uploaded on on the the merch store to this day mm-hmm. you got a mm-hmm. wochen we got a wait what did i call, end up calling them i called them angry moose you called angry, an, uh angry snail angry moose. An angry leopard and angry fire goldfish Yep. <laughs> Angry fire goldfish. That's it. Uh, and then, of course, we have a new entry in the Never Miss series. Uh, it's the Hydro Miss, which we all know and love. So, yeah, go and check those out over on the Pokey Sports merch website, pokeysports.org. Going to have new TikTok content this week as well, right? Okay. Hopefully yeah, we've got soon. so much stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got a lot. <laughs> check it all out, pokeysports.info. Uh, all right. Well, that's going to be it for me. That's going to be it for Kevin. We'll see. No, you I'm next not time. done. Oh, okay. Never mind. Kevin's not done. Well, well, you know what? Yar. Oh, <gasps> wait. You can't silence me. I'm no! doing it. <laughs>